pet chat. And Dr. Fiona has... Uh, well, she came in and realised there's no Cheryl today, Fiona, so it's all about you, love. One man band today. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty That's much. Right. So if you didn't turn up, it would just be me. And <laughs> I don't think anyone would like my suggestions. <laughs> uh, Look, I'll, I'll do what I can. Not trained in veterinary science, can't help <laughs> you at all. All right, 49216216 if you have a question for Dr. Fiona today. And who knows? We might even get into some other things that are happening in and around the veterinary scene at the moment. What are you seeing a lot of that we can touch on later? Uh, look, we always see a lot of dental disease, Mark. Okay. I think uh, it's often something that owners think is normal, like mm-hmm. for their dog to have smelly breath or for it to be a bit stinky when it pants. But there's actually lots and lots of solutions and dental disease can cause a lot of other problems. So it's always, um, I might have a bit of a chat if we have time and oh, just talk about that. We may very well. All right. Uh, pet chat this afternoon on on 2 and you RFM. 103.7. Ron from Rutherford, you do have a question and it's all about your galah. What's happening there? Yeah, I've got a um, pet galah. Yeah. All of its wings from, uh, feathers from underneath its uh, wings. Yeah. And I was told sometimes sunflower seeds, it's too much for them or something. Yeah, good question, Ron. How often are you feeding the sunflower seeds? Well, I don't feed them that much. We get them rings from the supermarket, like with the honey and that on them. Yeah, so what is it that's making you think it's the sunflower seeds? Well, my, my brother-in-law lives up at Gunnedah and he reckons, like, Galah's up um, there. They get the sunflower seeds from the road and that off the trucks. And he reckons they, uh, they pull their feathers out up there. So I, yeah. yeah, okay. Look, I think in this case, Ron, it's the two factors aren't related. I don't think it's the sunflowers causing the galah to pull out the feathers. Um, On a side note, with sunflower seeds, as you mentioned, you don't feed them very often, which is really, really important. Uh, Sunflower seeds are really high in fat. So it's like taking a kid to a a lolly shop and saying, go your hardest. Occasionally is fine, but regularly is not not good for them. If it's something that's continuing, Ron, I definitely would recommend taking a galah to the vet or giving one of your, uh, giving one of our um, exotic vets in Newcastle a call because um, there could be a number of other things causing that issue. But in this case, the good news is I'm pretty sure it's not the sunflower seeds, Ron. All right. Just one more question here. I, I rang up my vet about this ages ago. Yeah. Um, and, and like you said, yeah, there's, there's bird vet specialists. Yes. Um, can you do it off-hand or off-air or whatever? Tell me one, please, please. Yeah, absolutely. We'll um, we'll send you a message through um, reception, Ron, and we can give you some suggestions. All right, all right Ron, hang on there. And uh, I've noticed, oh. does that a dog we hear in the background? The dog's all right? You don't, we don't need to throw a question <laughs> about the dog while you're here? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's the dog next door barking the people working across the road. It's a long story, mate. <laughs> Not for radio by the sounds of it, Ron. No, no. no. <laughs> uh, All right. Because we have time. I mean, we've got time, Ron. But uh... I've got a pug and it doesn't bark. It just licks. <laughs> Good on you, Ron. All right. Thanks, Ron. We'll get you back on hold and uh, you can have a look at that. See, there you go. We, we almost got in the middle of like a a, a current affair style neighbourhood problem, <laughs> didn't we, Fiona? I'm, I'm very, very... <clears throat> Certain, I would like to stay out of that. <laughs> well, well, we can bring him back. We can bring, Sorry, I'm not much fun. <laughs> we can bring Ron back. I mean, that's 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 not out of the question. We can. I, I might stick to uh, what I'm good at. Fair enough.
to a new RFM 103.7 as we continue with Pet Chat today. Uh, Cheryl Shaw, uh, a little bit under the weather, so she's unable to be here, which means, Dr Fiona, you've got to do twice as much work. That's all right. And uh, you weren't aware of that before you came in, otherwise you would have also called in sick. <laughs> no, not at all. Not a chance. G'day, Susie at Newcastle. Your German Shepherds are not doing too well in the, the new place you moved to. What's happening there, Susie? Um... Okay, a couple of things. Okay, it's downsized to a quarter of the yard. Yes. Um, uh, she also is, um, when you wake up, she wakes up and, like, she's on the ball. Like, she needs activity. And I'm not capable of giving her health-wise that activity. Okay. So she's on a small, she, she always good prior to downsizing. Okay. Um, and I'm just really throwing my heads up because I've got a bog pit in the flat backyard and oh, it's not a backyard, it's a courtyard. Mm-hmm. And I've gone from a house to a unit and, like, yeah. She's not coping. So how long have you been in the new place, Susie? A couple of weeks. Okay. And have you got any other pets or is it just you and the dog? Just me and her. Okay. All right. Have do, Would you say she's getting the exercise that she was, Susie? Um, no, because of the downsides of the yard. Yeah, okay. Are you able to walk her at all at the moment? Physically, n- no. Not, not, not meant to. Uh, not no enough. Problem. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Not enough for the breed she is. She's a uh, double-haired, coated, uh, special breed German Shepherd. Yeah, okay. Look, I think you've probably hit the nail on the head, Susie, with what you've been saying, that she's sort of not getting the activity that she needs. So she's almost like a, you know, a toddler with a heap of pent-up energy. Um, you know, they as a breed, they need a lot of physical stimulation and also mental stimulation. Um, and ensuring she gets those things means she'll be less anxious, she'll be less full of beans, she'll be less on edge. Um, And if she's just got so much energy, then sometimes that turns, that that becomes a negative thing. You know, they can be more anxious, they can be more, um, you know, they can dig, they can get themselves into trouble because they're just bored. Um, So I would say if there's any possibility to maybe get a dog walker or maybe take her to dog training on the weekends, that sort of thing, to just provide her with as much physical and mental stimulation as you can. The other thing that might be a good thing to try is there are lots of toys that are designed as boredom busters for them. So they're using, even if they're not physically active, they're using their brains. Um, So those sorts of things can help. Have you tried anything like that before? Uh, she has um, a box of toys mm-hmm. that um, she's happy with um, and then when she gets not, you know, consistent with that one, we do a swap. Sure. And are they For toys that you can sort of hide food in at all? Uh, she likes to play hide and seek, like hide the toy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh. but yeah. Okay, all right, because, I mean, some simple things that you can try is freezing a one- or two-litre ice cream container full of water and adding a few treats in there. Um, Something like that can last quite a while and can entertain them for a little while, but it is 
that at the end of the day, Susie, she needs more physical and mental stimulation in some way or the other would be my suggestion. Yeah, sorry, I, I haven't got I, I haven't got yeah, any golden golden pills for you. The downsizing and yeah. um, trying to get established in this um, downsizing house um, as well. Me personally, it's just like yeah. Um, at the moment, I don't have the time, and yeah, yeah and she uh, the dog is very attached to me. Yeah, um, so that is changeable. Once, like, could be because yeah. I'm actually thinking of the dog. Yeah. Look, do your best, do your best, Susie, but I think just, um, you know, stick with what we've talked about and if you can't do those things, maybe see if you can outsource for some help. I really like the idea of the uh, hiding a treat in a uh, in a frozen ice cream block, mm. like in the two-litre container, um, simply by virtue of the fact that we get to have the ice cream before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and it has, it has to be the cookies and cream. Really nice Does ice it? cream. Oh, actually, yep, yep, yep. okay. Yeah, yep. yeah. Actually, I've actually started to get sold on vanilla again after many years. No. Nah. A nice vanilla, trust me. Oh, look, mm. I wouldn't say no to any ice cream, yeah. let's be honest. Or any of those caramel-type flavours, anything in that sort of those woody flavours I'm really into. Oh, I won't argue with you. But, of course, it's all about the dog. Get the <laughs> ice cream out, get the treat and the water in. You digress slightly. Just a little bit. It's lunchtime, sort of. <laughs> Yeah, we have a couple of minutes to uh, get you on and have uh, Fiona answer your pet questions today. But Fiona, um, dental stuff for dogs is a bit an, an animal that generally that's coming through a lot of that at the moment. Yeah, look, historically August has always been dental month, um, where a lot of oh, why is that? a lot of I assume historically it was due to some kind of money-making exercise okay. from the drug companies. Oh, sorry, as in this is what the month they tell. I'm thinking, oh, this is a month we send to see a lot of dental. No, sorry, that's, that's sorry, a let me... Uh, a little bit weird. Let me clarify. <laughs> I think, so dental disease has always been around, but there used to, August used to be the month that a lot of the companies mm. that have dental food or dental treats would really push them and the clinics would often have discounted services. Maybe um, they're healthy during this time of the year, so we'll, <laughs> that's when we'll sneak it out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we see, we see dental disease mm. every day, all day, mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. Um, any vet visit, particularly with vaccinations or comprehensive health checks, checking the teeth and the gums is always something that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason that... One of the reasons that we do it is it's often something owners won't necessarily do. So things may go unnoticed as opposed to an eye problem or a lump on the skin that owners are going to notice if they're patting their dogs or looking at their dog's eyes. Often people don't look at their dog's teeth. Um, So it's important for us to check them. Uh, So dental disease is we grade them. So zero out of four is no dental disease and four out of four is horrendous dental disease. Mm -hmm. If we catch them at one out of four or sometimes two out of four, you won't get damage to the jaw and damage to the gums. So you can reverse those changes. So a clean and a scale and polish under anaesthetic in the early stages of dental disease prevents things getting worse. If we see dental disease at grades three and four, we often need to take teeth out under anaesthetic Um, and a lot of the time owners are quite concerned about their dog having teeth out which is understandable but I always say to people that a painful tooth is much worse than having 
no tooth in that space. Oh, that makes sense. Which does make sense. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, it's not something that we, uh, as pet owners, generally sort of look for, like the lumps and the eye things. You see, they're sort of mm. more visible in that sense. But um, you also touched on something a bit earlier, is that, that we may have the thought that this is normal, that there is, um, you know, bad breath and all that sort of thing, but it, it really isn't. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Uh, if your dog has smelly breath, there is a medical, unless they've, <laughs> not yeah, sure whether yeah. this is appropriate for no, lunchtime. No, it's not, unless no. they've been eating what they shouldn't have. <laughs> um, <clears throat> teeth and gums and mouths shouldn't smell. Mm-hmm. So if they do, there's a reason that they do. Um, so, yeah, getting even a lot of nurses at clinics will um, give people free dental checks. They can bring their pet mm-hmm. in and, and have a look. Um, but if there is any concern, definitely a vet visit is the way to go. Um, the other thing there, some people may be under the impression that we can do dental treatments without an anaesthetic, um, but that's absolutely incorrect. Uh, there's no way you can do a proper job unless the animal's anaesthetized. And the reason is obviously you're dealing with probably painful areas in the mouth and animals don't understand when you say, keep still and hold your mouth open. <laughs> it doesn't really work. We barely like doing it when we absolutely, have to Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And people, at least you can explain what you're doing. Pets just, yeah. No chance, no, no clue. No chance to do it properly, definitely. All right, so uh, there are a couple of things to look at in terms of uh, dental hygiene for your pet. 2NURFM 103.7 Pet Chat is the name of the game. Dr Fiona is here uh, flying solo. Uh, of course, Cheryl unwell with us today, so we wish her well. Um, before we move on to our dog and cat of the week, though, Fiona, yep. um, we, so I kind of need to get you to wrap up because I sort of cut you off and you were going to say, well, here's what you can do to actually... Prevent dental Prevent exactly. That's yeah. kind of helpful stuff. <laughs> yeah, look, I because often people are like, well, what can I do at home? Is there something I've done wrong? Why does my pet have dental disease? Often it's genetic, so you can try your absolute hardest to keep your dog's teeth clean and they still mm. end up with a manky mouth. Um, but often, definitely the, there's a few things I would suggest. The best possible thing to do is to clean your dog's teeth. Now, in reality, I have met probably five clients in 18 years who can do that successfully. So, <laughs> so, so, so don't beat yourself up I if you like, can't do it. I like those odds, right? Yeah, yeah. But look, a couple of times a week with a, uh, I recommend the toddler toothbrushes, so the really soft ones. Mm-hmm. Um, toothpaste is a bonus. The dog toothpaste or cat toothpaste, definitely not people toothpaste. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole different product, right? <laughs> then they really, really won't let you brush their mm. teeth. Um, but yeah, teeth brushing is gold standard, definitely. Um, but in reality, that's can be hard to, to yeah. keep up with. Well, to uh, get to even to get a, the job done properly, I mean, you might get a little bit done before they go. Well, get away from my yes, mouth. Yes, yeah, and definitely lots of positive reinforcement and not forcing it if they don't like it. Mm. Um, but you know, we brush our teeth twice a day. Uh, there would be lots of dogs out there who've never had their teeth brushed. So, you know, when you clean your teeth, it works. Basically, um, there's often there's there's lots of dental specific dry foods as well. Um, that are designed in certain ways to act almost like a toothbrush on the tooth. There are water additives you can add to water. There are specially designed dental treats. Uh, so lots of options out there, even dental wipes that you can get for their for their teeth. So lots of options out there that can help definitely, but if in doubt, give your vets a call. I'm just wondering what the flavouring is on the, the dog toothpaste. Beef and chicken. Our dogs like <laughs> the chicken one better. So why can't we get people ones like that? Well... 
I don't know. Like Speak to beef, your dentist. You know, it's like uh, the yeah. They were made the move to mint a while back. Yes. You know, and that's that's kind of as far as it got. Uh, I don't know if people would like beef flavored toothpaste. I was never asked. I wasn't consulted. <laughs> our our dog of the week. Well, there's a couple of things to keep in mind, <laughs> and 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 I, I guess the reverse is also true. While we don't give out of the dogs and cats, our people toothpaste. If, if you want beef and chicken, don't have the toothpaste for the animals either. No. Public service announcement, don't use your dog and cat's toothpaste don't, in your own mouth. No cross-pollination Correct. there. Correct. <laughs> um, our dog of the week, if you're looking to add a uh, an extra member to your family, now, Bella, the two-year-old German Shepherd, now, I've got to be honest, that's my <laughs> favourite type of dog. I mean, yeah. look, look how majestic she looks there sitting on the beach, Fiona. Yeah, look, Bella would absolutely steal someone's heart in an instant. Um, as a breed, German Shepherds are so loyal and so intelligent um, and they can just make such a perfect companion. Um, I love here that she just likes to sit on the floor while you and the family just watch the movie, so that's pretty good. So she just likes being there, I guess. Uh, Inside back- or outside, Inside or out. Yeah, uh, backyard playing tug or uh, or while out there while you're working around. And she knows some of those commands, the sit, the wait, the down, the, the spin around as well. And, and, Very uh, impressive. For food. Mm. So, uh, so all the hard work's done. Yes, although it does also say she can currently open every door in the house if not locked. So I guess with the intelligence comes the smarts to get yourselves in or out of trouble potentially. Um, Any particular things generally, Fiona, we need to keep in mind when it comes to this particular breed, the German Shepherds? Yeah, absolutely. Well, as... As potentially, if people have been listening to the whole segment, we did have a caller earlier about with a German Shepherd, just making sure you can provide them with that physical and mental stimulation because they're super smart um, and do need do need an outlet for that sort of thing. All right, keep that in mind. Uh, we'll come back in a little bit with the cat of the week as well. So that's a, this is a very marked dog in the cat of the week. We've got a cat, fine, and German Shepherd. So I might yeah. have to take them both. Look, I'm partial to a German <laughs> Shepherd myself. Fiona, because we've done the dog of the week and mm-hmm. we've because we've expanded these days, it's uh, it's also the cat of the week yes, now. Yes, which is very exciting because not everyone's a dog person. No. Well, you would be, well know that. Absolutely. I'm a cat person first. Yes, yes. Um, love dogs, but cats, absolutely. Now, we have Angel for you, a domestic shorehair uh, and around six months old, a curious little playful kitten, loves to explore. And gee, our second pet of the week, Fiona, that just loves to settle. This one loves to settle in next to you for a cuddle on the lounge and loves one of those sort of safe and nurturing households. So yeah, how good's that? Yeah, absolutely. I think she'd be um, be the perfect um heated pillow to sit on your lap. I'm sure she'd love that. <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> yeah, um, no, she's she's super cute. I think anyone looking for a, an indoor cat with, um, you know, good with kids, litter trained, happy with other cats according to this. So, yeah, ticks a lot of boxes for a lot of people. Yeah, particularly the uh, can, she, can, she can handle anything you can throw out of kids, cats. <laughs> well, look, that's often. Toilets, the, everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's often the benefit of getting a, a pet when they're young is mm. they are more open to new experiences mm-hmm. and settling into a family that um, whatever their circumstances really. Uh, before Anyway, so if you'd like uh, to have a look at Angel or indeed Bella, the uh, two-year-old German Shepherd, or any of our other dog and cats of the week, you can head up to our webpage, the pet chat area, to nurfm.com.au. A little bit of housekeeping before we let you go, Fiona, for the next couple of months, sort of uh, particularly for animals that may have had some skin issues or irritations over the last little bit. It'll be summer again before you know it. Yeah, look, absolutely. A lot a lot of the time allergies go a bit quieter during winter. Uh, so itchy feet, 
dogs licking their feet or ear infections, itchy, scratchy dogs. Often we get a bit of a reprieve through winter, um, but often when things ramp up again, you know, come September, they can really hit with a bang. Um, so I guess my comment would be enjoy, enjoy that, uh, reprieve if you get it over, over winter, but do just be aware that come, come the end of August or September as things start warming up, uh, allergies can come back with a vengeance. So just keeping a close eye on those things rather than letting it go on too long. So if you've got a dog that gets ear infections, maybe check them every few days so that you're noticing if things flare up or check their feet if they tend to get um, itchy feet and licking a lot just to sort of stay on top of things. Particularly when you say September, that's not that far away. I mean, early next week we're into August. I know. How did that happen? It it just did, unfortunately. (laughs) Every year it comes around. (laughs) And we say how quick it is. (laughs) Yeah, so again, though, like I said, getting into the summer period again very, very shortly. So uh, just keep all that in mind. And a best-case scenario, just enjoy the time where not much is happening. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I guess that's the perk for for winter, Um, cold cold mornings but some lovely days and yeah get get out there with your pet if you can all right Fiona we've run out of time so thank you uh, very much for uh, for today uh, you my got pleasure a, you got a couple of weeks off too I believe yeah I'll be here. back in three weeks all right sounds pretty David good. Kimberley and I will share the load in between that sounds good all right have a great week all right thank you so much Dr Fiona there with us for pet chat as we wrap it up for you uh, this afternoon Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.